Hey, welcome back to another day, another vlog for another week. Short week though. Um, yes, this is the week well, we're going into, well, I've got to go home. I've got to leave site. After five weeks on a mine site here in WA, you have to leave site. You can't stay anymore, which is a bit strange, especially in these times. But um, so rather than being stuck in Perth with realistically not much to do at all, uh, everyone will be working um, that I know, so it's pretty pointless. Uh, sit around a house and do nothing uh, or, or sit in a hotel room and just sit there and twiddle my thumbs. I could be editing, but I just, yeah, I'm going to go home and see the family. And uh, fingers crossed, Queensland can get whatever they need to do to make WA open up again and uh, I can get back to work. So not much I can do. I may have to stay a bit longer, but um, I've got my niece's wedding. That's my high priority. Um, I want to be here, there for her. It's uh, pretty important to me as a family member. And uh, yeah, uh, my wife's doing hair. I've got to take some photos as well. So yeah, it's uh, one of those things. Sort of, you got to make a decision, and it's it's tricky and it's hard. And I've been here for five weeks. I've done the right thing by the business, so I can't see how they wouldn't be upset. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of other people that can't get back either. So it's sort of, at least I sort of, yeah. Got some holidays there, use the holidays while I can, and by then we should be back on track. So, yeah. Anyway, so what that means for the show and that, basically I'll do today, tomorrow, and then tomorrow will be the last one because I've got to pack my room because I give my room away again. So I've got to put everything away. So I won't be able to do one Wednesday morning, flying out Wednesday morning and pack it all up, and then I'm going to have a week off. So be back the following Wednesday. So I'll either be coming back to work and doing the show on the Wednesday or I'll be doing it from home while I'm waiting to try and get back to work. So, yeah, see how we go and uh, there's not much you can do. So two more two days and then I get a bit of a break. I'm sort of actually looking forward to that. Now, good news is yesterday I had a, had a really good morning after work. I uh, sat here... And you'll know it if you've done it, if you've edited photos before, you get into that sort of zone and you, I guess you just sort of just get bang and you just get into your pilot and, and you get some photos and they're really good and you know what you want. You can visualise what you what you want out of that photo and how you want it, how it should look and how you want to clean it up and, and make it sparkle and shine. And um, yeah, so got through edits. So now I have to do is now go through and do a cull out of 132 photos. So a few of them are thumbnail ones that I want and probably ones from just my personal Instagram channel with just me in them and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, some absolute, super stoked, some just absolute bananas photos. Um, couple there from the last day where I did... Um, Basically, a sunrise out at Twilight Beach again because I got kicked out by the Dodgy Ranger out at the Lucky Bay, which was not real good. Another story. We'll talk about that uh, on the, in the later down the track. Um, but yeah, so I got down there and so I got some beautiful where I've got the orange glow of the sunrise over nice clouds, beautiful big thick dark clouds, and then the sun poked up and just sprayed orange everywhere. It was. Just blue water, yeah, it's awesome. Um, so I did a did a few things, and I 
purposely got some slow motion ones. So I got the water nice and uh, silky, and then I've got some darkened it up so that that sunrise wasn't just ridiculously over bright and uh, sort of merge them together so I get that one photo. So a little bit of fast photo mixed with a slow photo so I get that combination to get that perfect sort of picture that I was looking for and they come up really well. So super happy with that. Um, yeah, just some great shots all about. Uh, some Did some black and white, got some black and white ones in there as well. And I'm sort of getting good at thinking um, Every now and again, when I'm, I know when I'm out, I can also picture if it's going to be black and white. So I do enjoy good black and white. I think it takes uh, a certain something to become black and white. I don't think every photo should be black and white. Um, I used to shoot a lot of black and white when I was in high school. And um, so I sort of got, still got a good basic knowledge of that there and obviously developing it as well. Black and white film, black and white paper, prints. We used to do it all ourselves. Um, so I said, I've got that good feeling for it. And I don't think every shot needs to be black and whites, but some should be black and white. And, and that's generally when I do change them to black and white, I think they actually offer something more and you get those textures and, and you get that three-dimensional feel out of something. Uh, and I think sometimes black and white can do that better than color version would be. A color would be, oh, it's a nice photo. Whereas the black and white goes, wow, that just pops. And that's what you really need. It's sort of, it takes a bit of a, it's a little bit of a trick, but we did get a couple of really nice shots that I think come up really nice as black and whites as well. So look, super stoked with that. What that means is I'm going to be smashing myself today. Uh, I've got the photos I want to try and trim, edit those down to the ones I'm going to use. Start smashing the video together and see what that's going to entail. See how we're going to go. Video is generally a little bit quicker. It's taking me a week and a half, nearly two. I was two weeks ahead before I started this video. And now my, well, it should have been on the weekend. It should have been Friday. So I'm about two days behind. So, well, three days behind. Um, so, yeah, spewing. It's always a way, isn't it? But um, so if we can get that video together, depending on what I've got to do there, hopefully. Tonight, I, uh, now, I can do some do a few hours now and then a few hours tomorrow after the show before I pack up and get everything uh, buttoned away. Um, maybe I ought to get the video done before I fly out, which would be ideal because I'd love to go home, have a week's break knowing that I've given you this video and not have to sort of drag it out. I'd love to be able to finish this series off. It's been an amazing series and get that done and dusted before before I have this week break off. So that would be good. So fingers crossed, see how we go. Right, um, over to the news. A couple of things I'm gonna talk about. Um, ShiftPod. Uh, ShiftPod is a pretty switched on company. They make very specific sort of tents. Um, super, super fast to put up, like 20 second, 30 second tents. Uh, made of space age materials, carbon fiber poles, um, special material, reflective, uh, keeps the heat, Heat in when it's cold and gets rid of the heat when it's hot. So one of those companies where it does a lot of stuff, um, carbon fiber frame, hub, uh, quick setup, and it's very, very tough as well. These things were tested up to 100 mile an hour winds, which is just crazy. 100 miles an hour is pumping. Uh, that's bloody ridiculous. That's around 150K, 160K. That's a fair old cyclone to be sleeping in a tent. 
but uh, very, very cool. Very, I guess, NASA-y looking sort of tent. Uh, not the cheapest, definitely not the cheapest, but if you are a serious camper and you're out there all the time and you want you want something that's the best, well, these are the guys to go check out. Now, they've got there's three models coming out. There's the Shift Pod, there's a Shift Pod XL and a Mini. The Mini and the XL are not on ready to go for pre-order, but you can get the Shift Pod uh, now and you can pre-order that. So if you want to go check it out, go check it out. I'll put a link down below. So if you go, want to go over, if you do want to order it. Comes with all the good stuff, YKK zippers. Uh, let me just get this up here. Uh, welded hex patterns, blackout technology for the best uh, rest. So like super dark. So when it's bright out, that's really good for like if you're in the Pilbara or the desert or anything like that, uh, you actually, it's not going to have light coming through so you can't sleep and probably really handy for if you're up the northern hemisphere say iceland or something where you get those 24 hour daylight days uh a tent like this could actually let you get some catch up and rest because that can actually fatigue you pretty well um now not cheap the normal one the shift pod as i said is 1700 us dollars so it's not for the faint-hearted but as i said if you are doing it professionally or you're a business where you make your living of taking customers out. If you're a photographer and you're taking clients out in the wilderness and you wanna make sure they're looked after and safe and get a good sleep, which is always good, uh, great customer service as well, is a tax write-off as well, so that's pretty good. Um, definitely check this out. They do have the Mini, as I said, the Mini and the XL coming. Uh, they are super popular, so if you do wanna get in on it, uh, you'll need to get in fairly quick. Uh, set up dimensions and weights for it. It's a for the standard one. It's a 12, 12 foot six hexagon or one hundred and seven square feet. Uh, center height six foot eight. I'm six one, so that's plenty of room there. Uh, that's really good. Shoulder height six foot. Uh, floor weight is fifty one pounds, um, and it'll come in when you're packed up, ready to go in the bag. Seventy eight inches by thirteen by thirteen, and it'll weigh sixty eight pounds. So what's that about? Thirty four kilos. So it's like not too bad. It's a big tent. The mini, if if you're just doing solo trips and you just want to take it in your backpack or go like that, I'd probably wait out for the mini. I think that drops down to about uh, $800 or something US. Uh, XL, I'd say you're probably in the couple of thousand dollars sort of mark. So definitely worthwhile, uh, wild bit of kit. And if you go, as I said, I'll put a link down below so you go check out the site. Uh, looks really good and obviously you're paying for it but you're going to get super high quality tent and look after you when you're in the weather cold hot as i said it'll do it all and it's built for everything so very very cool now uh elgato if you've if you're into gaming at all the elgato oh elgato 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 oh no i probably said it wrong it's my Darwin English, um, has got a new face cam out. It's a 1080, 60 frames per second uh, face cam, um, 24 mil full frame equivalent in the viewing angle of it. Fairly decent now. It does a few things a little bit differently. No microphone in this one. So you need a separate microphone. It's obviously built realistically for, for gamers or live streamers where they put the technology and the money into the camera and the lens and getting that right. And then obviously they realize if you're that serious, 
you're going to have a proper microphone anyway. You can go and get a Rode USB micro and then have a nice webcam. And this, really good. If you don't want to go up into the uh, sort of full frame market and, and go that, that way and webcam it through your camera, if you don't have a decent camera and a lens, well, this is probably the next best thing. It looks, the picture out of it, I've looked at the boys on TechLink, uh, short, short Circuit, I think it was, basically all the same thing. Um, uh, yeah, the picture was really good. Now, the only downside I did see on it was it does use a Sony sensor and you do get a bit of a the standard Sony's red red skin tone. So it's pretty evident there, you can see it. Sony's pretty well known for having that uh, that red color cast over skin. It's pretty terrible. They really, You'd hope that they'll be able to fix it somehow soon, but uh, maybe the next range of cameras they bring out, they'll be able to work that out. Um, yeah, so, but other than that, it looks really good. Now it's 200 bucks US, about 270 bucks Australian. So not a bad price. Uh, as I said, your next step up from that is realistically, you're gonna be looking at a, uh, say an RP or an M50, which is gonna be six, 700 bucks, uh, and then lenses and stuff and all the other stuff on top of it. But uh, look, I think this is a good little one. Clip, it's got a clip, it'll clip straight on the back of your laptop. Uh, it's got a tw 20 thread per thread uh, there, so you can screw it on, put it onto a tripod, or any plenty myriad of options they thought of, but thought about pretty much everything there. So look, they've done a pretty good job. They get, as I said, they're pretty well known in the gaming area with the control boards and lights and sound deadener and all that sort of stuff. We have talked about them a few times and I have used their products. So definitely something to go check out. Now also part of it is uh, generally the the cable it runs, it, it basically feeds direct feeds, 442 feeds straight to your computer. It doesn't change, have, have to change codecs and stuff like that. So that's the other part. So it's actually gonna be better. It's gonna be a faster response and your computer's gonna enjoy it a little bit better than a standard webcam accessory. So yeah, definitely go check it out. Uh, something new for the streaming. Um, Netflix, 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 Netflix. Actually, they're pretty much the best there is in regards to movies. Uh, I've got Stan, the others, occasionally the others will get one or two. Apple came out last year and they hit it hard and they got a couple of good shows and uh, I think Ted Lasso's due out again, the second series. I'm looking forward to that, but then I'm going to have to pay again. Um, but uh, they're sort of, they're very consistent Netflix. Well, they're getting into gaming now. So the best part about this, they really want it. They've gone and hired uh, a gentleman from, where did they get him? He's doing, he went from a gaming mob over to Facebook to do Oculus that program and help out with them. And Oculus has come forward a fair bit. They've improved it a lot. Uh, he's now moved over to Netflix, gonna be bringing gaming to Netflix. And the best part about it is, or well, initially at least, they're not gonna be charging you any extra. So you get a part of your normally monthly subscription, uh, whatever controllers to use and all that sort of stuff and how it's gonna sync up with whatever system you're running. I guess is what they're trying to work out now. But uh, 2022, they reckon they're gonna be ready to go. And I guess it'll be interesting to see if they get some partners, if they maybe partner with a, partner with a Sony, so you can maybe play Sony games, which would be awesome for me uh, to get all those PlayStation games straight to your telly wherever you are and just play through whatever 
means we have to play through. Uh, but through that subscription, that would be a pretty cool deal. I think it's uh, gaming sort of heading all towards that streaming platform mode and obviously those uh, stands, your Amazon Primes and all those ones uh, like Netflix are going to be set up ready to take advantage of that. So I think that's probably going to be the way of the future for gaming is no more consoles. It's going to be streaming and everything in one box and just you just need your controller for whatever system or something like that. So look, big, big news. Uh, they, they're big boys in the game. If they can get it right, it'll flow on. It's like when Apple does something right, it'll flow on and everyone else will do it. If Netflix can make this work, well, then obviously the rest will definitely dive headfirst into it and get it sorted. So I think Apple's actually probably not far away doing that. They've been trying to do it. They just don't have the games. And I, I think they're probably one of those companies that not far off getting it right. And when they do, it's going to be a big deal as well. So Netflix trying to make sure they're not uh, second place with that little scenario. Um, Jackson Pollock, uh, he's the man that developed or built and developed uh, Dogecoin, that's or Dogecoin or whatever way you pronounce it, uh, the cryptocurrency <clears throat> that uh, Elon Musk has been sort of pretty big on. Had a meteor, 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 meteorotic, meteorotic, not meteorotic. <laughs> it had, it's just gone off since it came out. That's probably a better word. I'm just going to stay away from the big words <laughs> after a night shift. Um, yeah, going off and look, he's come out and has said he wants to distance himself from cryptocurrencies as a platform. He believes it is well, basically the, uh, the tool of the rich to increase their wealth without the uh, government to keep them honest. So pretty interesting to hear that from the person that built the system. Um, and obviously, I guess it's not hard to believe that. Uh, it has always been a crypto cryptocurrencies for a long while were very suspect. And then all of a sudden they've become, they're the flavor of the month because the rich people are making a shit ton of money out of them. Uh, I guess... It's only after the fact you sort of you get a bit of hindsight and go, oh, maybe this thing wasn't the best. We shouldn't have pushed this on everyone and stuff like that. So look, pretty interesting. He comes out. Uh, he said he's looked. He doesn't feel feel it's just serves negative for the human condition. And look, it's uh, pretty interesting. I think so. Just be wary if you are getting into those. Uh, obviously. Uh, I guess you only got to look at back at the Bernie Madoffs and the Ponzi schemes and all that. You know, I'm sure when he was out there, when Bernie was out there selling it to all these people and all these banks and stuff going, yeah, we're making 20%. It's going to be great. Everything's good. Uh, I'm sure it was awesome until it all went to tears. So just be careful if you are investing in these things that, you know, like everything, it's basically gambling. Uh, investing in the share market, you just got as much chance to get in the racetrack and pick a horse. But at least when you're going down the horse track with your mates, you're going to have a couple of cold beers. That's much more fun than share market, I would imagine, especially for an Australian. <laughs> anyway, and that's about it. Pretty interesting. Hope you had a good weekend. Hope you're safe if wherever you are. If you're locked down, which is pretty much most of Australia, not good. Uh, we've been locked down here for a bit, pretty much on site for five weeks straight. So uh, it'd be good to get the hell out of Dodge and get home to see my little buddy Jack. Super excited about that. And I will see you all tomorrow uh, for the last show for a week.
How cool is that? Rightio, got to get some more work done. We'll be going this way, that way. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.